Welcome to the first episode of Theory of Us, a podcast where we explore fascinating social psychological theories and delve into their philosophical implications. I'm Ed Barlow, and at the time of this recording, I am both a high school teacher and a PhD social psychology student. And I'll be your host as we navigate these broadly social psychological concepts. Every episode will begin by reviewing one or two responses I get from the previous show. The concept I'll be trying to employ here is social metacognition. Now, metacognition is simply defined as thinking about your thinking. It's highly useful, and I suggest it to everyone. We, however, are going to focus on social metacognition, which emphasizes how other people's behaviors, words, actions, and beliefs can impact our own. Now, I'm not, of course, advocating for any one of us to allow others to constantly impact in any way that uh, consistently redefines us. However, continually sharpening ourselves against each other with social metacognition can be a highly effective tool, and you'll be participating with me. So after you hear this episode, feel free to email me. Uh, title the email so I know which episode you're addressing and if I can get to it at least before the next episode. And I think it's something that we can all benefit from. I, I might respond to it in that next episode. So send me your thoughts, uh, questions, any feedback you might have to theoryofuspod at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-O-R-Y-O-F-U-S-P-O-D at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. And with that out of the way, let's dive into today's topic, the bystander effect. As a father of three daughters and a husband to a beautiful wife, I often think of myself as a protector, a kind of hero with a little h. I've been known to dream about flying and saving other people. Sometimes I even daydream about superhero scenarios where I save my family from danger. I'm sure many of you out there can relate to this feeling. After all, superheroes are, are nothing new to our culture. One of the biggest reasons they're so popular throughout multiple generations is that there's something about them that makes a genuine connection to who we are as a species. Most of us consider ourselves heroes in our own stories, ready to step up and protect our loved ones when needed, save the day, right wrongs, and every once in a while take vengeance on the evildoer. But what does science say about our heroic instincts? This brings us to our main topic for today. It's called the bystander effect. This social psychological phenomenon suggests that individuals are less likely to help someone in need when other people are present. Now, this might seem counterintuitive. I mean, if there were more people around, we'd all feel better about helping. But the opposite has consistently been shown true. More people during a traumatic event 
means individuals are less likely to step up and help. Now, this effect was first studied in the 1960s by two psychologists following the infamous murder of a young lady named Kitty Genovese. Uh, she was intact in front of her apartment building. At the same time, several witnesses failed to intervene or call the police. This tragic event sparked a series of studies to understand why people sometimes fail to help others in need. I'd like to say up front that there is a bit of disagreement about the degree to which bystanders in this scenario did or did not contact the authorities. It would appear that a few of them actually did, but the authorities were not overly fast in their response, and the story that ran was that no one contacted the police. Regardless, most people who witnessed the event did nothing, leading to the start of one of the most replicated studies in all of social psychology, the bystander effect. To narrow all of the findings to two would be wildly oversimplistic. There are multiple concepts that intertwine here. And I suggest anyone interested in this effect look up the details independently. But for the sake of brevity, the psychologists who conducted these experiments that revealed several factors contributing to the bystander effect. And again, I just want to focus on two of them. The first one being diffusion of responsibility, and the second one is social influence. First, with diffusion of responsibility, this occurs when individuals are surrounded by others, and they assume that someone else will take action, so they don't really need to intervene. This has been one of the conditions that's been replicated the most. And we found it, regardless of age, culture, socioeconomic status, etc. There are several reasons that social psychologists believe diffusion of responsibility takes place. And they all carry a decent amount of weight, such as fear of doing something wrong, believing a higher authority is present, or fear of retribution. The second concept is social influence. And this refers to the tendency of people to look to others for cues on how to behave in uncertain circumstances. If no one else reacts, individuals may assume that everything is fine and no help is needed. Social influence, to me, seems the more insidious actor here. If we look around and see no one is responding, we cower behind them for several reasons. If there were a real emergency, certainly these other people would respond. Since they're not responding, there can't be an emergency. It's flawed logic, but for the most part, I can see how most of us carry it. There's an interesting study, some call the smoke experiment, where people were found to work in conditions where smoke was present, and they wouldn't call for help when it was beyond obvious there had to be a fire somewhere. that Their eyes would water and itch, but as they looked around, they saw no one else freaking out, so they just chose to work through it. Wild experiment. This can't be a design feature in us. There's nothing spectacular about our shared approach to this topic. You and I want to be heroes. We daydream about heroes. We watch hero movies. We want to be that. And some people genuinely are, but that is by far the exception, not the rule. We allow many pressures to push us towards inaction when a crisis hits. All the more reason to hail true heroes who take immediate action in times of crisis. Since the initial studies, the bystander effect has been observed in various real-life situations and experiments. 
For instance, researchers have found that people are less likely to help someone experiencing a seizure or medical emergency when there are bystanders present. This effect has also been demonstrated in cyberbullying situations, where witnesses may be less likely to intervene when they see others observing the bullying without taking action themselves. Now, I always want to touch on these philosophical concepts, but then I want to pull back the curtain and maybe have a discussion about the philosophical concepts behind them. So if we take a step back and look at this philosophically, why do we, as humans, sometimes fail to act as the heroes we believe ourselves to be? What does this tell us about our moral obligations and responsibilities to one another? Can we overcome the bystander effect and become more proactive in helping others? As we ponder these questions, let's consider the practical implications of the bystander effect. I mean, how can we use this knowledge to become more aware of our behavior when help is needed? Are there ways to train ourselves to overcome this psychological barrier and take action when necessary? And here's a thought. If we can recognize the bystander effect and understand its causes, can we use that knowledge to be more proactive in situations where others might need our help? Can we be the change we want to see in the world simply by being aware of this phenomenon and consciously trying to break the pattern in ourselves? All right. Well, before we wrap up, I'd like to take a moment to ask for your support. If you've enjoyed this episode of Theory of Us, please consider sharing the podcast with your friends and family. You can leave a review on your favorite podcast platform if I'm on there. Every little bit helps me reach more listeners and continue producing the show. If you would like to run an advertisement on Theory of Us, please reach out to my email. Once again, that's theoryofuspod at gmail.com, T-H-E-O-R-Y. O-F-U-S-P-O-D at gmail.com. And I'd love to partner with someone to make these. It's not going to be free, uh, but I do this out of uh, deep desire to spread more information about these psychological concepts and also the philosophical ramifications. Thank you for joining me today as we explored the bystander effect and dabbled in its philosophical implications. I hope this episode has given you some food for thought and maybe a few questions to think about and possibly encouraged you to think more deeply about your actions in the world around you. Be sure to tune in next time for another fascinating exploration into the world of social psychology and philosophy. Exploring us one theory at a time, I'm Ed Barlow. Stay curious, friends.